This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. Mobile banking and social networks are expected to pose new security threats in the payment space. And one small business advocate says it's time for regulatory reform to solve the corporate account takeover problem. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, here with the Week in Review for January 7, 2011. What are the top security threats the financial industry will face in 2011? Mobile banking and social networks are expected to pose new security threats in the payment space. But security experts say those threats won't displace the Zeus, botnet, malware, and phishing threats that have for years plagued banking institutions. Fraud attempts will escalate, not diminish, as new threats and channels blossom in the new year. As 2010 came to a close, Information Security Media Group caught up with a handful of leading industry experts to get their takes on the security threats of 2011. Julie McNelly, a senior analyst at ITA Group, says mobile banking will be a focus in the new year. Mobile banking apps have already suffered from security flaws, and a number of large institutions, from Bank of America to Citi, have reported vulnerabilities. Until recently, McNelly says, functionality for mobile banking was fairly limited. But as the robustness of mobile apps increases, so too will the security risks. Many banks seem to be reliving all the hard lessons of the early days of online banking, she says. As mobile malware emerges as a growing threat, and Zeus attacks, such as MITMO, aimed at mobile, gain ground, 2011 will likely be a year banks and credit unions learn many hard lessons all over again. Now, after this short break, I'll be right back with more news highlights from our week. Are you responsible for your institution's compliance program? Do ATM fraud, ACH fraud, and online fraud keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the BankInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit BankInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. ACH fraud and corporate account takeovers made big headlines in 2010, and one small business advocate says it's time for regulatory reform to solve the problem. Jim Woodhill, the founder and former chairman of security vendor Authentify, says Regulation E needs to provide more protections for small business. Here is Jim Woodhill. Well, it's become obvious that uh, Congress is going to have to act. If ACH fraud is going to be stopped, it will be stopped by political pressure and, if necessary, legislation, not by the uh, voluntary actions of the financial services industry. This is a beaten problem. You know, technically, the, the, the security solutions existed five years ago to prevent every single documented Zeus uh, attack that, we, you know, that has emerged in the press. There's such anomalous uh, transactions. There's the, the Zeus is vulnerable to totally out of band uh, transactions, confirmation techniques. You know, it's a beaten problem technically. So you have to figure that if the financial services industry were going to stop the problem with the security solutions, they would have by now. But also, their public position is that they are not responsible for safeguarding their depositors' funds, that they're, they only safeguard their own inside the firewall IP, and the, their customers are out there in the client uh, cloud. 
And we wrap up the week with a look at EMV and the U.S. If the U.S. does make a move to EMV, what entity will lead the charge? Well, that's anyone's guess at this point. Some have suggested the Fed Reserve. Others have said regulatory reform and amendments to Reg E could do the trick. Where the industry falls on that debate remains to be seen. And it's just the first in a long list of questions that will have to be answered before the industry can move forward. The cost of revamping the payments infrastructure, as well as how a chip and pin environment, if that's the route we pursue, might impact interchange, are two of the more pressing questions. So here we are, a lot of pressure and few escape routes. There's no question that we have to make a move in the U.S., one way or the other. I just hope we start moving in one direction sooner rather than later. That's this week's Week in Review. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great week. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.